<laughs> Wait, we're recording now. <laughs> did you get that last bit? No. No, we did not. Welcome back to the Project Gen X podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with... I'm the other guy, Big Dave. And I, uh, we promised you uh, okay. something mysterious this time. And we are here to deliver. <laughs> Evidently, Alan's been digging through the attic, and he found no. It a, wasn't even in the attic. Uh, it's just in a box in a closet. He found okay. a bunch of old VHS tapes. Yes, I did. That were mysteriously labeled music videos. That's all it said. I found two of them that said music video. So I was like, "Which one do you want to do?" And Dave was like. I don't know. You pick one. So I look, picked the one that looked the oldest is what I did. <laughs> oh, and there were and some it's gems. From, it's from 1991. I, you're going to have to let me borrow the tape so I can digitize we're gonna, some of this I, stuff. Yeah, I was looking at that. I was like, I, I actually, I could do it. I could do it because I've got the the stuff for it. So well, so do I, but yeah. I've also got the editing software. Well, there is that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. To break so, it up into clips. So we watched two hours of this tape. <laughs> it's now 11 o'clock at night yeah. here. And we watched two hours of this tape and it was spectacular. Um, Don't. we'll talk about it we'll talk about it (laughs) so we have talked about 1991 on here before dealing with music and movies it was more brutal than we even remembered it let's just start okay first off the very first thing on this tape was world premiere video. This is all MTV stuff. This is everything on here is off MTV. So far has been off MTV. Okay. And it was Mm -hmm. the first hour of it that we, a little over an hour that we watched was all music videos. Yes. The very first one was the world premiere video for Metallica's Unforgiven. And it's the 14 minute long version of it that like, the music doesn't start until oh, over no, halfway no. into the it. The music starts at the beginning. It starts with that little, that goes, little side, and then it, and then then it, it goes, goes off. quiet. Yeah. And you're sitting there for... Watching this kid. 12 and a half black minutes and white, yeah. in black and white going, what, what is this? And then it comes back what on. Is this? Yeah, and then you get the... the and what, then you get the music, and you're like... Then you get what, what is this? Most people think is the video. What it was considered the video for the Unforgiven. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is which that, this that you I, know like how, I was telling Dave. We've talked about how I feel about the Black Album. I know, I know. I, I this was I know the you don't like it. Of so the end I know for Metallica. I know you me. don't like it. The thing with it is that that was the actual like that world premiere video that came up on the first of it. Mm-hmm. That was the world premiere video. Yeah. Like I knew like they I remember them hey on such this night at such and such time we're going to be showing we're premiering the the world you know it's going to have the world premiere of the new Metallica video you yeah. know this. And so I sat there and I was watching television and hit record on the VCR to cuz like hey I'm going to I'm I'm going to get this. So you I'm know, going can, to preserve this for prosperity. It wasn't even that. It was at the time it was like so I can go back and watch it over and over again. That's what it was, you know, which I th- I think I've probably watched that video three or four times total counting tonight. Yeah. <laughs> that particular version of it. That that's a terrible video. Yeah. <laughs> so uh That's a terrible. What is it with I'm, I'm going to have to replace this mic. There you go. Just okay. don't bump into it. I think it'll be fine. So yeah. <laughs> So uh, that was the first thing right off the bat. Yes. What was the second video? Now I can't remember. Smotley Crew. Mm, was that the second video? Yeah. Was it? it no, was, it wasn't. Are you sure? No. The second video was Wildside. Marky Mark and the oh. Funky Bunch. <laughs> 
See, I, <laughs> another I, black and white video. I'm already <laughs> trying to block it out of my head because it's it's that guy. Yeah, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, Wild Side. You, you know, sampling Lou Reed. You know, and, of all and, the years of having uh, the Funky Bunch with him, he never introduces them ever. Mm-mm, mm-mm. They're just always some dudes walking They're just behind there, him. Yeah. And, of course, we're making fun of it the entire time, you know, because, you know, yeah. it's one of those things that, you know, there nothing says I am making a socially conscious video, you know, about real world problems than having Marky Mark shirtless tell you about, you know, all the bad that's going on in the world. Yeah. So it's because, <laughs> you know, Charles was the culprit. So that, <laughs> yeah. And he was really, really stretching on some of those rhymes. Oh, he oh, had, it was, somebody oh, else's dude, right it was for him. But it was really like uh, okay, you forced that one in there. Okay, yeah. that's <laughs> Yeah. There's a reason only people only remember good vibrations, okay? Let, let's be honest. It, it's and, and and the Calvin Klein commercials. Mm-hmm. Those are the two things people remember. Right. And of course, you know, now that he's a big movie star, you know, but Mocky Mock. So, uh, yeah, it's... (laughs) Then it was Motley Crue. Then it was Motley Crue's 1991 video for uh, Home Sweet Sweet Home. Home Because they had put out their Decade of Decadence, which was basically a greatest hits. Yeah. And they they had re-recorded that song. And so they put an out a new video again in black and white. Yeah. Black and white was really big in 1991. Well, so. then we had the boys to men. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. And it was pretty much all black and white, except for where they go in and they, it was mostly black and the, white. Yeah, there was there were about half the videos they, black and white, but then they would have like their a, ties would be blue or something. That was you the know, big thing a, in the 90s yeah. is having a black and white video with like specific pieces of clothing colored and it was a something in the it was a throwback to the movie rumble a little bit yeah Yeah. well it was there was in the late 80s going into the early 90s there was a big deal with that like in commercials and music videos and even in movies i mean like i mean it really was it's one of those things where it was like oh look everything's black and white except for the pinks or except for the blues or the greens or the whatever you know type stuff and you had to go in you had to color those frame by frame yeah it, it was, I, yeah, it, it wasn't. Was, yeah, it's not so. a cheap endeavor. So so far we've got. I did not touch this thing. It just started doing it again. So far we have got Metallica, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, Motley Crue, Motley Crue, Boys to Men, Boys to Men, and then we got into the Guns and Roses of it all because yeah. there was the video for Don't Cry, yep. which I still think is a great song and music video yep there was the music video for live and, on, let, live and let die yeah live and let die knocking on heaven's door nope. we never saw hockey knocking on heaven's door yeah we did no we didn't not in a music video form we saw it on something else that we'll get to in a minute um uh, maybe you're right yeah but those two videos we we saw and the thing is is we saw all these videos multiple times uh one of the other oh and adam's groove mm was one of them, uh, the MC, MC Hammer, Hammer. Yeah. Uh, which is great because you know it was for the Adams Family movie and the entire cast, the was entire in cast, the video, all of them on the Adams Family movie the set. set. I know it, it, it was. It's kind of cool because you know you see Raul Julia and um, what's her name, um, Morticia. Um, uh, I just I had it. I can't just pull it. it. But yeah, you and, and of course you see. Um, uh, Christina Ricci, a yeah. very young Christina Ricci is is Wendy's Wendy Adams, you know, and, and um, you know the you know the one that was missing though was Fester. You saw Fester in video, right? But movie clips, he wasn't in any of the other stuff. I think yeah, no, he wasn't. You might be right. He wasn't, and 
it, it was uh, Angelica Houston. That's who it was. Yeah, there you uh, go. It just finally popped in my head. Uh, but yeah, you see them like dancing with Hammer, and you know, uh, at one point they're uh, Hammer and uh, Raul Julia are, are Sword fencing. Fighting. They're fencing. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that kind of. It's like okay, this is this because is Hammer's been kissing on Morticia. Yeah, you know, it's pretty interesting. Like, oh yeah, this is <clears throat> you could do this kind of stuff in 1991. You could get like. Yeah, Raul Julia to be in your <laughs> your music soundtrack video. mountain music video. You know, it's yeah, like, <laughs> back when music videos actually kind of yeah, mattered. I know, I know, and it, and they were they were a big thing. Um, what other? Oh, we saw the video for Hard to Handle, Black Crows. Yes, which is um, like my least favorite song from them. Now, here's the thing: there was some other stuff on here. Okay, commercials. There's commercials from the era, which some of them were spectacular. There was the TurboGrafx-16 commercial, which was great. 99, 99. Yeah, I know. Turbo, Then, the, then there was the, there was the, um, the, the uh, Super Nintendo commercial with what? Paul Rudd. Yes. Which was like with a very young Paul Rudd, but he still looks the same 30 years later. Yes. He's a time traveler. <laughs> he really kind of is. Yeah. Paul Rudd uh, has looked the same for as long as he's been around. You also had the Final Fantasy two commercial. Yeah, well, not Final. It was a Final Fantasy commercial, but that was actually in this other thing that we're going to talk about. But yes, it was a fine. It was a Final Fantasy two for the Super Nintendo, and Final Fantasy Legends for the Game Boy. <clears throat> oh, that's right. They yeah. were both in the same commercial. Chill out, Dad. Yeah. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Chill out, Dad. There was a video. There was a one commercial we saw that was a it was a public service announcement. <laughs> it was from the U.S. Department of Health. Yes, it was. And, and it, it was like it was like it's you, very extreme close-ups of a guy. It looks like getting he's getting dressed, dressed up yeah. for a party in a suit. Right. And, you know, it's like saying you know he didn't he didn't he didn't plan on being the best athlete in school he, he just, just did he just did yeah, he didn't plan on getting straight a's he just did he just did he didn't plan on graduating at the top of his class he, he just, just did. did and then the very last thing is this pull up and it shows it shows that he's in a coffin it says he didn't plan on getting aids he just did don't get aids is the tagline on this thing <laughs> and we're not trying to downplay aids it's just like the whole don't get aids it's like <laughs> Oh, really? It's that simple? We're just not going to get AIDS? Okay, not, that's fine. Oh, we, we can just choose not to get it. How about some information on how it's actually... But yeah, the tagline on this thing was, don't get AIDS. It didn't say, don't get AIDS, do something, or don't do something. It just said, don't get AIDS. It's like, you know, this. these are the risky... Yeah, none um, of that stuff. stuff. None of it. Of course, this is also pre-internet, so there's like, no, go to this website and you yeah. know whatever it's, it's like <laughs> hey you might want to you might want to protect yourself you might mm-hmm. want to actually you know have protected mm-hmm. you know if you're going to do this if you're going to do this you might want to do that yeah, it's just do, it was no, it so was crazy just, don't get a yeah i mean it was just like wow that is wow <laughs> uh, thank you u.s government that is so informative <laughs> So, uh, I'm trying to think some of the other. Oh, there was a. We're going to oh, have to clip these up and there get was, them on the YouTube there channel. Was, yes, at some we're point. definitely going to get these on our YouTube channel um, be, because they deserve to be seen. And not, not necessarily the music videos, we can like link to those, you know, because I'm sure the, they're all available on the, YouTube. The Spike Lee Levi. Oh, there were so fly, many 501, 501. The 501 commercials. Those, those were all Spike Lee commercials. I know. And there yeah. were tons of them. Like, there were tons. Tons of them. The on Levi's there. Big Jean commercial. I know, was and right off the bat, and uh, 
I'm trying to think uh, what else. Some of the commercials I can't even remember. Oh, the the uh, the local commercials. There was that one like you know, for a, a local pawn shop for Tolliver's here, <laughs> which I don't even think is a, is around any longer. Um, the, there was the, um, the skate center commercials. There was for our great. local skate centers. There was a couple of those. Uh, there was the uh, the Maxell tape. Oh, Ma- remember well, that TDK? There was a TDK also. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, and then there were. It was right at the time when they were trying to compete with CD, and they were coming out with the metal tape. Yes, yeah. metal tape. Yeah, and it's it's almost CD quality. Yeah, almost, um, yeah. kind of. <laughs> oh, there was the Teen Spirit mm. deodorant commercial. We did get the commercial for Teen Spirit. <laughs> we did get that. That is true. That is true because we were both like dying over that one. Uh, <laughs> and yes, the Teen Spirit deodorant is. That's what they're talking about. It smells like Teen Spirit. It's, yes. <laughs> it's about a deodorant. It's not about like you know. Oh, he's yeah. he's, he's plugged into the the culture, and it's like no, 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 no. You, you smell well, like the, the story deodorant. is what was her name? It was um, Kathleen Hanna from uh, Bikini Kills. Yeah, it had basically spray painted. She sprayed. Kurt smells like Teen Spirit on on his on bedroom wall, right. and he yeah. mistook it, not not knowing that it was. He thought it. He thought she was saying, "Oh, he, you know." He's in touch with the the kids today or whatever, yeah. you know. And he's like, no, no, no. no you, you smell like Teen Spirit. You smell like a teenage girl. <laughs> That's what you smell like. So, so yeah. So we have more videos. There was a video for um, Hard to Handle Black Crows. Ugh. I know. Yeah, that's. We, when we talked about that too, it was like, man, they had such good songs that on that first album. Album was a great album, and there were like two songs on it that were like, why? That was one of them. I know, yeah. and and that was a Rick Rubin said, "You're going to record this." And well, Rick Rubin didn't even get involved in the album until like until it, they went multi platinum, yeah. and then all of a sudden he threw his name on it. Like his name was not on those first like couple million yeah if you've copies got, that were sold. If you've got sold. a black a Black Crow's album of the first album and it doesn't have Rick Rubin's name on it, does it say? executive produced by yeah, yeah you've got one of the first ones and it's a little bit of a collector's little bit. but you know if, you, you might get 10 bucks for it yeah, instead of no, five i know exactly if not if that much yeah um but yeah so you know we had that and i'm trying to think what else but the the of the two hours that we watched and the thing is is dave get willing why is this video on here again because there were multiple like multiples of all of these videos yeah. because it was one of those things i would come home from school Obviously, from the time that this that this happened, this would have been in the fall. Like, this was the the first semester of my junior year, or excuse me, of my senior year of high school. Yeah. So, so this is because this is one of those things where you know the Black Album was out. The uh, you know Guns and Roses Use Your Illusions albums were were yeah. out at this point. Um. Obviously, all the stuff we talked about, you know, but yeah. that. that so it was one of those things that I would come home and watch. And that's the other thing. We talked about Most Wanted, which was their video countdowns, yeah. or top 10 countdown. This is pre-TRL, you know, and all that stuff. Because MTV had had a, a, a top 10 countdown for years and years and years. But it wasn't live. It wasn't, yeah. you know, it wasn't at the, you know. The studios yeah, overlooking Times Square. Exactly. You know, that kind of stuff. It was it was pre-recorded. You know, and it was one of those things you, had, you could call and vote. I think it was like 50 cents yeah. or something like that, you know, or call or whatever. So it was one of those things that, like, there had always been a countdown of some sort. So this it, at this time it was called um, 
uh, most wanted was yeah. what it was. So it was one of those things I would come home in the afternoon, you know, I get out of school and it usually came on right after I got, got home. And so I would sit there and watch and, and record the videos that I like. So I got multiples of, yeah. of and it's, the same. It's, it's all, it's all hair metal. It, I know. It's Metallica. It's, uh, it's Motley Crue. Right. It, it was, um, it was boys to men. Boys and, to men. Yeah. And that's, the other ones that like the the the, the Marky Mark and the um, yeah we're only you, on there one time. What, so what are you doing, with Marky Mark? Recording I, I Marky liked Mark? that song because of the Lou Reed. The, yeah, I, I really like that. You know, but yeah, it's 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 a terrible. You watch it now, and it's just it's, like what were they thinking? What was I thinking? Lou Reed went, yeah, payday. Yeah. Pretty oh much, no, pretty much. he killed my song. So we got a little over an hour into this tape. Now, see, if this had been my house and if, oh, my, parents, one other one we talk if my parents hadn't recorded over every videotape I ever had, mine would be full of Headbangers Ball and 120 minutes. I guarantee you once we get into that, we're going to find a lot of that stuff. Because we, uh, only, we only watched the first two hours of a six-hour tape. So this is part one. Uh, <laughs> now, here's the other thing. There was in this... You know, with these commercials and you know, and yeah, and some of these other commercials was a a segment of MTV News. Yes, about and it was about how people couldn't understand the lyrics of "Smells Like Teen Spirit," and so they were talking to different artists who had couldn't recognize song lyrics from like from other, other artists. artists. So, yeah, so they had Sebastian Bach and Snake Sabo yeah. on there, and they were talking, and he was talking about like. It was a Van Halen song oh, that he couldn't remember that he didn't sorry, know the lyrics. Sorry, kids. For yeah. those who don't know who Dave Sabo is. He's Sebastian. the bass player from... The, no, Sabo is uh, the guitar player. Yeah. Um, no, Snake... Snake that's Sabo right, that's was right. a guitar Snake, player. That's right. He's a guitar are both player. from Skid, Skid Row. Row. And then you had... Um, was it Suzanne, Suzanne Vega? Was She was talking about... Um, Elvis Costello. Elvis Costello song. You had... Um, Paula Abdul talking about Janet Jackson. Was she talking about Janet Jackson? No, no. She was just talking about not being able to recognize some whatever. Who was talking about Janet Jackson? Nobody. What they did is that they they would show like, okay, what do you think this lyric is? Oh, and they would yeah, play part right. of the song, right. and then they would rewind it, and they would put the actual lyrics up on the yeah. Uh, which that was the Janet Jackson. Um, was it when I think of you? Yeah, yeah. And it was, and then they, they did. Of course, they did Nirvana, but they also did. Um, what was the other one? Mm. Oh, I can't remember what the know. other one was. The Janet Jackson one, uh, the song was actually better when I didn't know the lyrics. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, anyway. It's just true. Uh, but it was it was kind of one of those it was it was interesting, you know, they had a bunch of different yeah. you know, different artists on there talking about not being able to to understand um lyrics to song. Oh, I wonder what it was. It was um it, the other one was that they were they did was uh Mountain Song by Jane's Addiction. Oh, that's right. Remember because yeah. there was yeah, and yeah, that was uh Yeah. I got that one wrong. I was like I think it's yeah. yeah, yeah, that was. But yeah, so it, it was kind of interesting and I know there is some more MTV news segments yeah along this tape and, and we're talking about tabitha sorensen kurt, Sor- Lo- kurt loader pretty much than tabitha soren yeah. sorensen um <laughs> we had some sorensen cap tabitha sorensen all right or was it tabitha soren i'm believing tabitha soren i was soren you're right it's tabitha soren that's right uh now the other thing is that the vjs that we saw I didn't recognize John the Norris. One. John Norris, I recognized who I hated. Um, I could not. He stand stayed with that them weasel. forever. Um, John Norris weasel. was on there, and then what was the other woman's name? Was it Karen was, White? 
I don't know. She was not memorable. I think it was Karen White. Martha Stewart was on there for a very short amount of time. Well, that was a commercial that we saw for Rockline. Yes. And that, yeah, that was pretty cool. Who were they talking to? It was, was it Chris Isaac? No, it was, um, who were they talking get, to? Get ready to call into Rockline and talk yeah. to, you know, some I can't famous remember who it was. music. I think it was like a buck 99 a minute or something. something. Like yeah, that. yeah. No, because that was a live show. That they had, hmm. so I'm sure it was an 800 number I, or something. No, so, I guarantee they were. Oh, I'm sure they got it. some kind of money out of it, but it I, I, it was probably one of, again one of those 50 cents a call or some BS. No, it was always 50 cents a minute. It was always know. a minute. So, uh, uh, but yeah, so we got you know we got that, <laughs> and then we got a bunch <clears> of commercials for. Uh, the nineteen, the New Year's Eve ball, nineteen ninety two. Where you're gonna get a double barrel shotgun of guns and roses. As you can tell, Dave really paid attention and loves to make loves to do voices. So uh, uh, the, vo- <laughs> the voices were. Did you see them. who all was going to be in this though? It was Hammer. He was Hammer was hosting. The hosting yeah. The Chili Peppers played. Um, was it EMF? EMF was, pl- playing. was playing. Um. Oh, who else? I can't remember who else. Was. And then there was the Guns N' Roses. But, but see, the thing. Because every commercial I know, was loud and angry and screamy. Yes, and, yes. you know, Sunday, oh, Sunday, And Sunday. we saw one of the little interstitials later also that was very, very Soviet Russia. <laughs> oh, no, straight up Soviet Russia. <laughs> it was for you know, MTV, you know, the da-da-da-da-da, you know, type thing that they would do. It was just like. <laughs> no, it was, it was straight up Russian. Mm-hmm. It was like it was, it was very it was very communist is what it was. It was like you know people marching in the streets and you know and all that kind of stuff. It's like wow, had, this had is... MTV on a red flag, right? Right. <laughs> people holding up cards, voting. Yeah, and, and it's a, it was. It, I think it's, there was a bread line. Yeah, I don't know. And it was a very interesting mix of things. And like I said, I guarantee you because we're only like a third of the way through it at this point. Yeah, there's a lot more, and there's another tape. And I don't know if that tape is older or what. So I don't even, I have no idea. I, I literally did not preview any of this. I was just looking through. So I was like, oh, this one says music videos. Oh, this one says music videos. We'll, we'll look at these. Now. The, the second hour. The second hour was because they, and they advertised it. You know, this weekend, you know, you watch the, the 1991, the year in rock. You know, because MTV used to do that every, like they would do an hour long, you know. Yeah. The year in, or you know, whatever year the year in rock, you know, the state of the right rock union. So we had an hour long, about 1991, the year in rock. It started off with a segment about how the concert industry was down 20 percent from what it had been prior, and how record sales were terrible now. <laughs> and the, how the economy was tanking. Yeah, yeah. And, and because the economy was tanking, you know, people that had been playing to 15,000 people were now having trouble playing to... Three, three or four thousand. Three or yeah. four thousand. And there were some big even, acts. And, even Sting is having trouble selling tickets right, right, right now. You know, and that was, you know, they showed a Mellencamp concert where it was like hardly anybody there. There might know? have been 200 people. Yeah, you know? it was just like, like, wow, you know. Big stadium. And they were showing like concerts that like tours that were canceled and stuff. Yeah. And some of them were like, one of them was like, like it was uh, Judas Priest and what would say it was Judas Priest, Alice Cooper, Motorhead. Um, Dangerous Toys, and who was the other one? Um, who was the uh, oh, a metal church? That's metal who it was, church, yeah. yeah. And I was like, dude, I would love to see that show. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. And, you know, and there were some other ones. It was like, what, Jellyfish and X and King's X and Primus. Yeah, it was and, Gathering of the Tribes. Yeah, yeah. There uh, were, and there were concert. several of those where it was like, man, dude, these were like, I would seriously go to something like this. Yeah. Now, here's the funny thing. Do you know how much concert tickets were in 1991? Well, I was getting grass seats out at Starwood for like 15 bucks a pop. Oh, it was less than that, I'm sure. In 91. Because the thing is, is that I went to see my first concert was that year. It was ZZ Top and the, and the Black Crows. Yeah, it was early in the year, and I think the ticket was like it was it was a general admission ticket at Municipal Auditorium. Yeah, and the ticket was like seventeen dollars. I mean, that was seventeen dollars. You know. Yeah. I remember like even into the mid nineties, paying less than twenty dollars for like good seats at you know, like concerts. We'd always and stuff. go to the sit in the grass. In the it grass depends on who it was. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, because you can always get like they because they usually would have like ten dollar grass passes or yeah. something. You know, it's a sometimes they would have five dollar grass passes depending well, on who it was. I remember what my first show out at Starwood was because it, I went with Tony Summers and his family. We rode in the back of an S ten pickup truck. Mm-hmm. We stopped at some barbecue joint on Dickerson Road and picked up. <laughs> sandwiches somewhere right. and drove to Starwood. It was me and Tony in the back of the truck mm-hmm. and it was um, driving and crying, bad company and Leonard Skinner. There you go. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. 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 That's a, that sounds about right for yeah. early nineties <laughs> around here. Uh, I saw one of those, I guess it was bad company and Nugent. Um, that was out there. I may have gone to that show with you because I remember no, going to that show. No, you didn't go show. with me. I, was, I remember who I went with. But and the thing is, is I got the tickets like the day of. It was like Spirit of the Wild was the show know. that he came. He like he was out there shooting his bow on stage with flaming he arrows. Did do that. And, yeah, he did do that. Yeah. And, uh, now is the Spirit of the Wild? Uh, it may have album. been. I don't know. I know that Bad Company was on their third lead singer by that point. Yeah. You know. And uh, uh, but yeah, it's um we're going off off. Some of the stuff they talked about in that year in rock was pretty interesting, though. You know, you got that kind of stuff. Yeah. They went had a whole segment about um, uh, celebrity lawsuits, you know, or, or arrests yeah. and that kind of stuff. And it was one of those things where, like, Chuck D was was uh, suing St. Ides because they had used an unauthorized sample of his voice yep. in one of the... And he was, he had already been out preaching against the how... The malt liquor companies. The malt liquor yeah. companies were destroying, you know, black communities right. and all this. And right. then they... Purposely used a sample of his voice, saying that St. Ives was the best. Right, and he was like it, they had to. No, that wasn't that wasn't what it was. It was a. It was he said they said St. Ives, you know, whatever, and then they used a sample of him saying uh, it was from um, Bring the Noise. Yeah. Uh, what was this? I forget what it was, but it's one that's like, oh but, yeah, I recognize that. And matter of fact, they used two different samples when, in there. When they interviewed Chuck D about it, he's like, no, nah, I saw it as a slap in the face. And mm-hmm. then they had to beep the rest like, of yeah, the interview. He goes, I'm just, <laughs> it was basically, I am suing those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because those use yeah. my. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get him, man. Yeah, and go Chuck. I mean, I've, I've always liked Chuck D. Yeah. So it's a. Uh, I'm trying to think who was who was some of the other ones. Oh, that was the year that Paul Abdul was sued by uh, her backup singer. Well, it wasn't a backup singer. It was a studio singer who claimed that she sang uh, co-lead on those songs. Right. right because right, right. let's be honest, Paul Abdul can't sing. Okay, I'm sorry, she can't. She's a choreographer. Yeah, but the thing is, is like. All of that is studio tricks that you hear on those on those albums. There's a reason why you never actually see her sing live. Yeah, 
And so one of the things that I, I remember when that happened, that was kind of one of those dirty little secrets that the music industry did where they would have someone who was a stronger singer sing along like they would record their vocals yeah. and then have like Paul Abdul sing over top of it and they would kind of mix them together to form yeah you know types of it was it was a very common practice at the time it's pre pro tools yeah. and uh, so it was kind of you know in and uh, uh, pitch you know the what is it uh, auto correct or auto tune yeah, you know and all yeah. that stuff so but and it was one of those things that it, it was funny because in this thing she's like oh you know you know she's trying to take a short cop short cut to the top blah 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 she wound up settling that lawsuit because yeah. she was going to lose it <laughs> yeah um, James Brown was suing Kenneth Cole yes for, the, for their shoe advertisement because that was, it was great. It was a lock and key is what it was called. Yeah. And it was literally like it was the shoes look they had like a like a skeleton key, like yeah. hole, you know, for the key, everything. And it said what um, It was like two things with soul that are under, under lock, lock and key. key. That's what it and was. And it was like James Brown in his shoe. Yeah. And James was Brown like, was like, no, nah, nah, I'm gonna sue him. Yeah. And of course the other big one that year was when James or when Rick James and his girlfriend were arrested for kidnapping and assault yeah. and in sexual battery. Yeah. Which they both did a lot of time eventually <laughs> yeah. over. Yeah. Uh, a lot of time. Um, Billy Idol got arrested for, for punching a woman in the back seat of a car. Yeah. Uh, oh, Chris Robinson got arrested for uh, disorderly conduct because he got into an argument with a lady in a convenience store. While he was buying <laughs> While he was buying Twinkies. Yeah. And he had the greatest quote. He's like, yeah, you know, cocaine dealers and child molesters are like, get off and they're walking and the cops are worried about, about an argument in a, in a convenience store. So we know who, what they really worry about. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, this, we also got a lot on Russia and Gorbachev. Yeah, because of the fall and, of the, you know. Well, it was and, also. And Yeltsin. That was also, and, they talked about, they were talking about concerts, like big concerts that yeah. happened. You know, you had Rock in Rio that year, which, you know, Guns N' Roses headlined one yeah. night. Uh, and you had a bunch of, like, I think New Kids on the Block was there and Hammer and, you know, a bunch of, like, I think Sting played. There was a bunch of, like, pretty big yeah, acts yeah, for the yeah. time that played. And then you had the, um, because there was a, a Soviet coup, or there was a coup that, that, that they tried to overthrow Gorbachev yeah. by some hardline, like, commun- you know, the Communist Party. And it was thwarted. So they had a huge, like, basically a freedom concert monsters of rock concert it was acdc and metallica and yeah. uh i forget who all it was now but it was one of those things that like again there's a video of all that and and yeah. this, the bad thing about that is that there was a lot of violence that happened to that concert both like people died because well, you know, they got trampled there were there were a lot of, of there were a was, lot of rapes that happened the, during that part I of mean, it just, was the government that had just been stopped from doing basically a military coup were the ones that were providing security. Right. And they beat down a bunch of people who were actually uprising, uh, uprising against them and were at the concert. One of of the, uh, one of the lawsuits was uh, ACDC had a couple people killed uh, in Utah at a concert that were, they were trampled to death and they were, and they sued ACDC over that. I forget what happened. Oh, that was the year of the guns and roses riot in St. Louis. St. Louis. Yes. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Oh, dude. There was a whole section just about Guns N' Roses in this. <laughs> because 91 was a big year for them for multiple reasons. Not all of them good. We are going to... I'm, I am right now, as we speak, 
doing the research for our Guns N' Roses show, <laughs> which is upcoming. Because uh, I'm just going to be along for the ride. Man, on that one. I yeah, I, I am I am doing a deep dive on some stuff for that one. I'm I'm and it's going to be another one of those episodes. Oh, I'm sure. Um, the um, what else? Oh, they talked about you know successful concerts. Uh, that was the first year of Lollapalooza. Yes. Okay, so Jane's Addiction, Nine Inch Nails, uh, Ice T. No, it wasn't Ice T. It was yeah, Body Count. I thought it was just I, it was Ice no, T. I, I think it was Body Count. Was it Body Count? It may have been because yeah, that was when because Body Count. That was when Body Count came out. Right, it was in, in late '91. Well, no, they, they it came out. They t- that's right because they went on tour with Lollapalooza. Yeah, and then the album came out later. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, I think Ice Cube might have been on that one too. That was after he had left NWA. And oh, that was the other one. That was ninety one. Was also the year whenever um, uh, no Vaseline. No, when um, Dr. Dre assaulted D. Barnes. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know that was uh, that was the other one that was they. Uh, a lot of people that we all like did a lot of really bad things. Uh, well, this is where we talk about having to separate the artist yeah, from the art. You know, um, that was another one. You know, we were talking. <laughs> I was making fun of, of Maki Mock because you know, he's like talking about like you know all this you know like people being racist and all that kind of stuff. I was like, yeah, why don't you tell us about that time that you beat that Asian man half to death just because he was Asian? Yeah, <laughs> like he legitimately did time in prison for a hate crime yeah. when he was a teenager. So. I get it. People change. Yep. But that's one of those things that people don't talk about. You know, it's kind of and kind of like you don't hear a whole lot about what happened with D Barnes. You don't hear a whole lot about a lot well, of stuff. That was back you know? in the day where you know you you did your time mm-hmm. and you tried to correct yourself and mm-hmm. change as a human being and then move along. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like you know people you know digging cancel back. culture. Yeah. yeah, I know. I'll say it. Yeah. <laughs> Something you said 10, 15 years ago, and now they want you to lose your job and everything yeah. else. And it's, yeah, I know. It's a, yeah, I'm not the same person I uh, was a year ago. That was one of the things they ago. talked about was, uh, was polit- the PC, like political yeah. correctness becoming a thing. And they were talking about like, hey, it's no longer black. It's African-American. It's no yeah. longer disabled. It's uh, other, was it differently uh, differently abled? abled. Yeah, and then it wasn't no short. short. It was vertically, vertically challenged. challenged you know? yeah. Some of the, and they talk about how stupid that was, like yeah. especially the vertically challenged. One of the ones that I think is really ridiculous they did try to like make a thing for a while but for bald for bald men yeah they wanted to say follically challenged yeah. and i'm like seriously i'm freaking bald okay i'll say it okay it, it is what it is like you a know? cue ball yeah yeah of course i shave it on top of it also i really am bald you know but yeah. it's just so one of those things where it's like geez just call it what it is it's <laughs> I'm going to refrain from using that one phrase that one phrase that we know because it is a little bit um it's it's got a little race uh, to it, you know. It's a uh, but it is. Just call it what it is, man. I'm bald. I'm short and I'm bald, okay? I'm not vertically challenged. I'm not follically challenged. I'm short and bald. You forgot one. What fat? Fat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely pudgy, okay, if nothing else. So it's a uh, I'll give you that. I haven't quite crossed over into fat yet. I'm working on it. So. The, the, the only one out of those three I've really got on you is fat. Yeah, you know, it's. I still have my hair. Yeah, but you're redheads. <laughs> Did you see the meme? That reminds me. The meme with uh, it was uh, Daniel Craig and the Queen. Yes. Walking. <laughs> just, you take the wife 007. I'm going to take care of the little ginger prick. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> we 
We don't like ginger. We like we like um, special edition. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, collectible. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just because they call me Daywalker. I'm like, say, like yeah, I know. what? Uh, uh, evil to the core. <laughs> not evil to the core. Uh, no soul. It's That's a, not true. We have hundreds of souls. Just we, other people's. Other yeah, people's. I know. It's we a, eat them. Um, but yeah, we got we got the amount of stuff that was on this. VHS oh, I know. Tape. And it was just, and like I said, we're only a third of the way through it. I don't even know what's after this. Yeah. Um, but no, but what else did they talk about in that, the year in rock? Of course, they talked about, you know, like people who died. There was that, you know, we had, of course, in 91, we had, um, um, Eric of course, Carr. Uh, Eric Carr, which was one that I had forgotten. I mean, I, I knew that he died when I was in high school. Yeah. Eric Carr was the drummer for, uh, for a long time drummer for Kiss. Kiss. Uh, he died of cancer. Miles Davis had Miles a stroke Davis, and died Miles that Davis. Year. Connor Clapton, that was yeah. the year that he met his demise, unfortunately. Uh, at four, five years old, I yeah. think it was. Four Fell out of yeah. window. Uh, that's, and we got the song Tears in Heaven yeah. because of it. Uh, of course, Freddie Mercury was the big one. Yeah. Uh, that was, yeah, that was late. Michael Landon. My, uh, yeah, Michael Landon died that year. Uh, who else did they? They... they there's a bunch of them. Uh, what's this from the from the the Temptations? Um, oh, uh, he was he was also the uh, the voice of Audrey too. On um, I can't think of the gentleman's name. That's gonna kill me. Well, I should have been taking notes. Yeah, I, I thought about that also. When but I was in shock at some of the stuff <laughs> I was seeing. Don't get <laughs> Just, Thank you, government. That of course, was so helpful. This was also 1991 was the year that uh, Magic Johnson announced that he was yes. HIV positive. Yes. So he's coming up on 30 years. That tells you a whole lot about where, because the thing, this, in 1991. That was a death sentence. When Magic Johnson announced that he was HIV positive. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't have full-blown AIDS, but he was HIV positive. We all thought he's going to die. His wife's going to die. More than likely, his kid's gonna die. Yeah, because depending on when a, he when he contracted, when you there know, was a whole segment of the country who thought that only gay people could get AIDS, right. which was right, ridiculous. and that was still it had crossed over by that point, but it was still largely considered a gay disease. Yeah, or you know, it was it was a gay problem. Well, there you know, was it's there like, was nobody high profile that had until Magic Johnson. Well, and then Freddie and, Mercury. Well, but we didn't know that yet. See, that's the thing people forget. We didn't know that Freddie Mercury had AIDS until after Magic Johnson announced. That's true. And then he came out and said that he had, and he was in his publicist or something. He didn't make the announcement himself. Yeah. But it was one of those things that the publicist well, that came point, out and said so he was sick. so far. Well, that's the whole thing. Magic Johnson announced it yeah. early in November. And within two weeks, we were we, the announcement came out that Freddie Mercury had it and he was gone. Yeah. I mean, like that. It was like Freddie Mercury has AIDS, and then just a few days later, Freddie Mercury passed away. You yeah. know, of, and it's and again, it was like that one-two punch of, and then the next year we got a was it a Arthur Ashe? Yeah, you know, like six months later or something like that. You know, hey, I got it because of blood transfusion when I had surgery. You know, type stuff, and he wound up dying a few years after that. Yeah. So I mean, it, but it was AIDS was a thing that. It was scary. It was scary as shit growing up during that time period, especially after it jumped. You know, if you were if you were straight, you know, it was one of those things that when it jumped and all of a sudden we started seeing 
oh, the straight populace has got to deal with this now. Which apparently, from some new stuff that I've heard, you know, they say that, oh, you know, it, it, it came to the United States in 1979. You know, that was the big thing. Apparently, it was here long before that. It was called something else. Oh, I haven't heard any of this. Oh, yeah. There's a... We'll talk about it off air because it's one of those I don't want to give, but yeah. it's one of those things where there's been some new information where it all the way back to the early 70s, but they were calling the, it something else the at the time. The two things we grew up worrying about was getting nuked by Russia and right. catching AIDS. Right. And the thing is that by the end of 91, Russia was done for. Yeah. That, that was another year before they officially yeah. dis, you know, disbanded the Soviet Union, but they were not the Soviet Union any longer. And then all of a sudden, you know, one of our sports heroes was going to die. Yep. 30 years later, he's still around. And then we went to war in um Oh yeah, in Iraq. And, well, you know, that's the thing. We just passed the 30-year anniversary of the end, well, the quote-unquote end of that war, like whenever we pulled back out of Iraq yeah. and went back to Kuwait and said, "Hey, look, we did what we came here to do. We we came here to kick them out of out of Iraq or to kick them out of Kuwait." Yeah. And we were 100 miles outside of Baghdad at that time. Yeah. Here's the thing most people forget. And at the time, it was like a very, very unpopular thing that we didn't just roll right on into Baghdad and take Saddam Hussein out of power. Yeah. George H.W. Bush knew if we go into Baghdad and overthrow Saddam, we're going to create a huge power vacuum over here. Yep. And who's going to come in and fill that? Is it going to be Iran? Is it going to be Syria? Is it going to be, you know, Jordan, who we were not on good terms with at the time, you know, or any number, you yeah. know. So it was one of those things, let's just leave the devil we know yeah. in charge. And not have to figure out who the devil this out. that we don't know is. And then his idiot son, a decade later, yeah. decided, hey, let's go finish what my daddy didn't finish. Yeah. And we've been there ever since. And there's a reason his daddy didn't go in. It was... <laughs> uh, that's because senior was a little sharper than junior. That's true. Um, and... Um, he definitely was a lot more of a diplomat than junior. I can tell you that much. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, but it's one of those things that again, well, I and mean, that's one of the look, fu- look that's at one who of his vice things. president oh, was. His vice president was a hawk. Well, it's anyway. one of those funny things watching this th- watching this video. Yeah. Uh, watching this uh, this news report, and they're talking about how you know, oh, you know, we're not going to know. You know, we went into it not knowing what the long term repercussions are going to be. Well, thirty years later, we know what the the long term repercussions were from this. Yeah. Although they didn't really kick into high gear for another decade afterwards, and yeah. then you know, one of my favorite parts of it was every time Loader started talking about the music of the day, it was this music sucks, mm-hmm. radio sucks. Dude, they talked about how bad music Video was in ninety one. Again, this was right at the very beginning. This is right before Nirvana hit. Not Nirvana had just hit. Yeah, just because hit at the they're making, very tail end. Because they're making fun of the lyrics. You can't understand what the lyrics. Well, they weren't are. really making fun of it. They were, they were making fun of the fact you couldn't understand the lyrics. They no. weren't making fun of the lyrics. Because again, the part that they put up there of like, what did they say? Was the here we are now entertain us? Which again is kind of the rallying point for Gen X of yeah. No, seriously, here we are, entertain us. Go ahead. We dare you. Go ahead. Do yeah. it. You know, and uh, so yeah, it is. It's it's. It was very interesting watching this. I'm interested because I'm pretty sure, pretty sure that the MTV New Year's Ball is on there also. <laughs> oh no, I'm pretty sure it's on there. Didn't Axel blow up at that one too? No, no, he didn't. See, here's the thing. 
the the and I remember watching it. The Chili Peppers perform live, like they're they're there, you know, they perform on stage. But Guns N' Roses were on tour, so it's one of those things that they kick to yeah. them in concerts, you know, wherever they are, and they play a couple songs. I think they do "Live and Let Die" and "Don't Cry" are the two songs that they do, if I'm not mistaken. Um, if I can remember thirty years ago, because <laughs> it's been it's been that long. Uh, um. But it's um, it's it's interesting, and I know I know that there are other MTV news segments on there also because I remember I used to love recording those sometimes so. too. So it, it's pretty interesting, you know. To it's going to be interesting. It's such a time capsule. Now, what I'm really interested in too is to get to the other tape because I don't know if it's from before this or after this. <laughs> So it could be stuff like I'm actually in worried about what other videotapes you have. Oh, in I have that all kinds. Oh, dude, I've got a huge, huge box of videotapes in that. Cl- actually, I've got about four boxes of videotapes. Oh, some no. of them are labeled, some of them are not. I know there's a lot of concert videos, uh, like yeah. where I like back when eBay. You know, oh hey, I really like this band. Let me go see what bootleg videos are available, and I have all kinds of. Counting Crows and Concrete Blonde and U2 and yeah. Springsteen and well, a that, whole bunch of stuff. Motley like Crew. The, that Motley Crew. I've got a Motley Crew that I gave you of a concert that we went to. <laughs> I, think, I think it was a concert I know I went to. I'm not sure if you went with me to that one or not. But um, but yeah, so it's like, okay, here you go. This is a show that, that happened here in Nashville out at Starwood. The so. only time I saw uh, Motley Crew at Starwood, they had... Uh, Tommy Lee wasn't with them. Right. It was the other three members of the group. Right. It was a it was a female. Samantha drummer. Mahoney. Yeah. 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 And see, I saw them with Randy Castillo, and then I saw them with Samantha Mahoney also. Um, see, I'm actually feeling a little ripped off right now because mm-hmm. I actually went to go see Motley Crue on the farewell tour, and now they're back out on and, tour. And again. now they're going to be back out on Dude, tour you with JoJo. You knew. Oh, I knew. Yeah. Everybody. Anytime somebody says this is it. We're, this is our farewell tour. This is a farewell for now tour. Although Ozzy is supposed to be doing his no more tours too. Yeah. Uh, because Ozzy's not looking too good. These well, he's, days, he's got he's, Parkinson's. He's in his. Um, he's got Parkinson's. Does he have Parkinson's? I, I think that's what they said. He I had. know that that the reason that he originally was going to retire when he did that no more tours Where's tour, which box was because they thought that he had Parkinson's and then they got a second opinion and come to find out he didn't have it. Uh, and so he, he kept going for another almost 30 years now, you know? Um, but I, I did just see here recently that the no more tours tour two is getting ready to kick off whenever everything opens back up. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, the, the thing is he's in his seventies as it is. He, I mean, he, he can barely get around. And, um, so uh, I, I that doesn't surprise me that he's gonna call it a day. They have to eventually, you know. I mean, that's uh, it was January twenty first of last year that um, they said he's got a Parkinson's disease okay. diagnosis. Okay, all right. They even did a big interview. Okay, that's fine. I mean, I, I if it, like I said, I know that that they tried they gave him a prognosis once yeah. before, and then he had a sec, he got a second opinion, and they were like, no, you. You don't have it, you know. Now it might have been one of those things where he was pre, yeah, you know. So I mean, it's uh, you, you just never know with that kind of stuff. So um, I'm trying to think what else we got. We got to talk oh, to. Him. We saw some. What was it? Uh, they were talking about some other successful tours. It was like what Van Halen, 
because they were going out on the four foreign lawful carnal knowledge tour. And Alice in Chains. Chains opened for them. Yeah, that was also the year of the Clash of the Titans tour, which was Slayer, Anthrax, Megadeth, and, and Alice, Alice in Chains. Chains. Alice in Chains was on a bunch of well, <laughs> tours. Alice, they were they were they were supporting um, uh, facelift still because yeah. it had come out the year well, prior. At, at the time, nobody had heard of grunge. And Allison right. Chains at the time was a they were rock, a metal band they were, they were a metal band they were that a was, hard rock band. right yeah and that's because that was kind of one of those things I yeah. remember because I remember when Facelift was released yeah hearing Man in the Box and it was like oh this is this is metal you know or hard rock whatever yeah. you want to call it and then fast forward a year and a half after Nirvana hit and, and then all and and started, oh they're from Seattle oh everything's yeah, grunge yeah. everything's grunge and of course when Dirt came out it kind of cemented them as a grunge band yeah. I mean that was a um, but yeah, this is, this has been really interesting watching these, this tape so far. And like I said, this is only part one. We're probably going to get three parts out of this and then go on to other tapes. Sidebar. Yes. We need to talk to pastor Dave about, oh yeah. About the, uh, the Megadeth show. Megadeth show. I yeah, still haven't heard anything else about that. Um, well, we'll, we'll, if, pastor if Dave, we don't talk to you between now and then Dave, just or pastor Dave, uh, Contact one or both of us and let us know what's need, going on. We need to know what the dates are because I've also now got a plan around Renee's um, well family reunion. Didn't he send us something a little while back? Uh, it's been a while about the reschedule. Uh, I'll have. To, oh, here it is. It's, um, it's, it's Megadeth and Lamb of God and Trivium and no, that's not it. I don't know. We'll figure it out. It's uh we've been on hold for that for like a year and some change now so it's kind of a, all right we'll figure it out when i need it. that concert i just <laughs> oh here I, it is i hope it's not the same here weekend as my wife's family reunion didn't he get something this is going back a little ways here like a year no it's been this year or it's been a year uh i don't know we'll figure it out this is not something we're gonna <laughs> but that th- on air uh that's a show i need i need megadeth yeah i've seen megadeth a couple times so it's, i haven't seen megadeth yet so i want to go see him and i want to go see him that's before. right because see here's the thing like i said i saw motley Crue two different times within yeah. a couple of years of each with two different one of the times the scorpions opened for them which is the one we went yes, to exactly. the other time it was megadeth yeah they were kind of yeah the megadeth opened for them so well kind of like the scorpions it wasn't really a, yeah. an opening they were like there was another was opening a, act it was a double headline yeah but well it wasn't even a double headline mountain crew was the headliners yeah. and I, and but it, it was i guess with special guests more but than you i know. need i need to see megadeth before something happens to dave yeah either dave well, <laughs> well you know it's uh like I said, I've seen them a couple of times. I saw them back in the mid '90s when um, Euthanasia was released, and then I saw them, yeah, on that whatever that one was in the early yeah. 2000s, I guess. So, so, anyways, uh, yeah, that is uh, our our uh, analysis of the mystery tape for now. Part I'll have one. to try to get that converted Part one. over we will, digital we will get so it. we can clip it up. We'll we'll we'll, we'll get what we can on our uh youtube page um when when this goes there there will be links to stuff if nothing else we'll at least have links to the videos that we 
saw <laughs> rather than those because the the sound wasn't really good on some of that stuff the tape had worn in places and it's like all right you that's know. almost kind of the charm of yeah, some of it though. yeah so uh so anyways guys thank you so much for joining us uh i am uh alan smith did you forget who you were there for me? i did i'm the other guy i'm big dave and this is the project genetics podcast we thank you for joining us and we'll see you next time see you